I tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. That's it, one take. We're not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 146. We in the building. You ain't know who it is. It's the host with the most. Be Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yes, yes, it's your boy Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't know how this goes. Please download the Allah Podcast app on iOS or Android, and please follow us on all social media. At this might not go well. If any brainy deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. All right. And side note about the email. Stop you damn podcast promotions spam niggas. Stop emailing us. <laughs> Shit we gave me tight. Because I be thinking niggas really trying to connect with us. And it's done. But um, no offense to my Indian people, but it'd be some nigga out there trying to, oh yeah, we could promote your shit. Stop it. But let's get to the show. Okay. Weekly check-ins. How you doing this week, brother? Tired, man. I'm tired, but I'm also slightly reinvigorated. I went to school the other day and I was mad. They had a brother troop out to some far away land to do something. And it was a task that could have been done in isolation remotely, whatnot. But it was like, you know, setting future goals and whatnot. And it's like kind of reoriented me to why I'm putting myself through the hell I'm putting myself through right now. So I was like, all right, cool. So I've kind of just started to realize getting back into working out, getting back into trying to get back into reading actual physical books, getting into journaling, trying to get back to my hobbies, just really trying to get back into like, Finding the, the the things that really keep me grounded and active and engaged and, and all those beautiful things. We're also trying to take into this next era whatever life is going to look like. You know, I'm in a you think I think about growth and change and it's like it's easy to always excuse me, go back to like, you know, what worked for you when you were twenty three, what worked for you when you were twenty five, worked for you when you was twenty nine. And now it's like thirty is like it's another phase of life and there's been a lot of like hardship and death just in the, in the news and the world and, and just people people that you come across like you're like i can have a conversation and then maybe never see you again or something could happen so i think just trying to like really enjoy this next phase of life and just like you put in the work now so you can get where you want to go i think that's just been really on my mind so that's kind of where i'm at right now like definitely it's like all right what am i doing to not just preserve my my health long term but what am i doing to enjoy myself now what am i doing and how can I take even the most mundane seeming, I think I put it on Twitter, like the most mundane of tasks and be like, yo, like this shit, I got something out of this. So that's kind of where I'm at. I see you tweeting again. I see you tweeting. Yeah, because I'll be bored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I respect that too because um, I just had uh, did it with, with one of my homegirls and a lot of homegirls. And we came, both came from the AmeriCorps cohort like a few years ago and just seeing our three lives trajectory and we going to different paths from where we started. She's going back to California to work, to do something amazing. Shout out to her though. You feel me? Um, but just seeing all that and just putting it in perspective of how life can be and we can all be in different paths, but still be in touch with one. So I'm, I'm definitely on that wavelength too, but 
Other than that, I'm in a holiday spirit. I got my ugly sweater in the in, up in here. You already know, decorating. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. You feel me? It's pinky nigga. Okay, so I'm in a holiday mood. Everybody knows Christmas is one of my favorite holidays. I just love just uh, I love the music. I just love the vibes. I'm in a good spirit. So let's get this show on the road. That's All right, fun. before that's hold on, before you start, that's funny because I hate holiday music. I hate you ho- I hate holiday. I, I realized. In like the last ten years, I have become a very I, I don't like like I don't like a lot of shit. Like Christmas, okay, I, okay, I be for men. Shit, shit is for the birds. I ain't gonna lie, holidays all for the birds because it's like your birthday. You're gonna get that same coochie. <laughs> if this is some longer in some in some lingerie, Christmas you ain't gonna really get anything because most of the time for us men, we go get it ourselves. So it's like it's hard to shop for us. I get good gifts. I think I, I have always gotten, and since I've been like fifteen, I've, girls have always got. Your nice girl gifts. loves you. I've never been loved. I've been very. Well, I've, <laughs> I'm about to say I've been very well loved in my life. I'm, I don't think I ever got a trash Christmas gift from a shorty. Like, that's the wildest part. Nigga, I was just thankful niggas got me a card at at, at our secret sin. I was like, damn. I was like, yo, niggas fuck with me. Nah. <laughs> see how you see the the bars low for us. I don't think secret sin. I don't. I like. I hate participating in all of that shit. But it's like I literally. I don't think I have. Bro, I don't, especially I don't, I, when you especially we don't you don't talk to niggas like that, bro. Because yeah. I I got this shorty. I'm like we 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 do the little high and by you know cordial shit you feel me nothing too crazy but I'm over here like yo what the fuck am I supposed to get her I don't know her like that I, had, I was like yo I'm just gonna do the gift cards safe nah, bet boo, you gotta use something like Elster or something shout out to Elster if y'all want to sponsor us but like you gotta use something like that that tells you what they want. I'm a great you tell me what you want I can make it happen like I like that's fine I just I don't know I can't tell you when I used to love the holidays I I thought I, I I think I like the idea of having nothing to do more so than actually the holidays <laughs> or like even like little mundane shit like I hate musicals and then I was our boys were telling me how yo we gotta watch you gotta watch uh what's that shit Hamilton and started singing the songs oh shit. yeah oh you wanted them motherfuckers too. I didn't, I, don't, I haven't seen Hamilton, but I, there's also Malcolm X on Ice, I believe too. Ah <laughs> oh, man, Malcolm X, that sounds like that. But you know, but you're not a holiday, nigga. Like, not a holiday. what about Thanksgiving? What's what's your favorite I holiday? I, what's my favorite holiday? The one I get to sleep on. <laughs> I don't have a favorite God, holiday. Damn, I didn't know this. You don't like? I don't have a. Not even Thanksgiving for the like, food, my nigga. I feel like I can't tell you why. I just, I don't know. I just like a negative Nancy when it comes. I, I used to love all the shit, and I guess one bad experience for a holiday. And I was like, "Damn, life know, beat you up." I, 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 feel like hopeless. <laughs> I told you, I don't like. I don't care. Like, I literally be like, "Yo, I just want to go to sleep." Or it's like, I like the I, the feeling of giving somebody mm-hmm. something, and then that's it. Like, then I, I can go back, crawl back into my cave. Like, I was like, if I get Shorty her gift, and I'm like, oh, "You really wanted this? It's cool." And if you didn't want this, this is what you said you wanted, but I didn't get you exactly what you want. Like, you should have spoke up. <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe because uh, what you call it. Some of my favorite movies are from this time, like Friday after next. I love the Friday series. Friday, Friday after is next, is my top five. Movie. They was arguing about that. Um, that is a Four Brothers. Four Brothers is a Christmas movie. Matter of fact, we're gonna do probably next episode. We're gonna do Christmas movies or holiday movies. But Four Brothers is a Christmas movie. Anybody could debate me on Twitter. I don't care if the little nigga got shot. <laughs> yeah, now they fucked Jack up. Jack, because his stupid ass went outside, dummy. Facts, but um, I I see why Mar- uh Mariah Carey gets that because that shit hit. 
She ain't number one right I now be, though. I, it's Brenda Lee though. Brenda Lee, Brenda Lee is blocking her. She, she took oh, away that number one shot. Rock, rocking around the Christmas trees with number one for the last two weeks. So Mariah Carey, she getting a check. She ain't getting that check. And then I had some of my favorite memories. And then it's just like, you feel me, seeing the decorations, seeing people have a laugh, the hot cocoa. I don't know. I fuck with. I don't fuck with no other holidays like this. Maybe and then also for me being Haitian too, I I know our Independence Day is around the corner as well. So it's kind of like it just all correlates for me, you know? Uh, I'm trying to think, baby. Nah, there's really I really don't care about any holiday. Like there's no holiday. Right, we got we got we got we got to take you to the Rockaway um, tree. Uh, we got to take you to no 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 Rockefeller tree. Then we got to take you ice skating. And they done that. That's cool. I, it's cold. I'd rather, yeah. I think it's just my. That's where my home bikeness has evolved into. I go out. I go have a drink. I go to a party. I go to a function for it. But this is like I don't give a fuck. Nigga, I don't you care. more outside than I am. Niggas at the cigar spots. Niggas shit. is doing big things. I go to shit for my peace. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get the sad news out the way. Um, I'm gonna need your help pronouncing his brother's last name, even though I love him in Brooklyn. Died mine. R.I.P. to Andre Burger. 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 Okay. Um, fabulous actor. Um, I'm surprised he passed away because he he's still he's still very young. But I loved him in Brooklyn, in Brooklyn '99. Like that shit was. They had me dying, and just want to send condolences to his family. You feel me? That's just before the holidays, got to be tough. That's a fact, and I think. Again, I guess I was talking about earlier in my, my check-in about, like, just, like, life and just trying to, you know, put yourself in the best position for the long haul, but also enjoying today because my brother, he was 61. The other brother that passed away from John Wick, ah, oh, I don't want to fuck up his name. He was, like, 59. Ah, oh, fuck. That's going to bother me. I remember his name. But, like, for black men, for black people. We're not making it. It's past our sins. Yeah, bro. These are people with money. And it's like, I think they said uh, Mr. Burger. Oh, uh, Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick, right? Mm-hmm. Two, two brothers had cancer. They was literally, Lance Reddick died a week before a game and movie came out that he was a big part of. You feel me? Like, Andre Burger and Brooklyn Nine-Nine is one of those cult classic shows that'll be on reruns forever. <laughs> like, yep. and it's like, you know their faces. You might not know them outside of like the commercial if you didn't watch the shows, but it's like, damn. These are black men with money, with well, access to resources, and they're not making it past their sixties. And imagine what that says for other people who don't have that access, or even just generally good health care, right? So I just mean like black, especially brothers, mm-hmm. like yo, take care, of y'all. So we know this. We have podcast. We talk about everything, but it's like we are two black men that really do have seen the strengths and the flaws of our of the way society and the way that our gender is kind of just positioned. So we just like take care, go to those doctor's appointments, take those vitamins, go to the gym, go to therapy, fuck your lady, like do all them things that's going to get you right and put out that good karma so you can make sure like you get it back. That's a fact. Like Marshawn Lynch said, make sure your chicken is right. Make sure your health is right and make sure your mental is right. You feel me? Um, Also in sad news, um, I'm really upset with New York, bro. I'm just upset with the government overall, bro, over just seeing the politics about spending money and then giving money out to everywhere. But especially in a place like New York, for us to still have building poor infrastructures and the thing that's going on in the Bronx. So first, there was a building collapse in the Bronx and then follow up with a five alarm fire 
that destroyed multiple businesses in the Bronx. Shit is sad, bro. And I'm and I and the thing about it with me is kind of like, bro, when are y'all gonna start caring about the actual citizens here? You Don't know. get me wrong. I love I love that you know we are a safe haven for some people that are going through things in their homeland. You know, shout out to people in the migrant crisis that we have going on, and they're trying to come here for a better life. And I respect that. I don't have no problem with that. But when are we gonna really start taking care of the citizens, bro? Because we given all the way, we gave we gave so much money away that can be used for homelessness. Like even with um with the winter coming, just like shit is sad. Just walking in New York City, bro. Because you go to the train station, you go outside. Like I bike ride, so um by the bridge, I, I seen a bunch of homeless people set up camps, and that shit be cold. And just seeing niggas give away billions when. You what what do you say like the previous episode? It was like only about like twenty two billion to cure homelessness in the whole country, and we gave that we gave triple that to Ukraine and other places. Absolutely, shit shit be sad. The Bronx need help. Um, you know, hopefully, and then also the insurance shit be crazy too because insurance insurance company do not want to be giving niggas money too. So hopefully they get some type of payment out and they can start business and take care of their family especially during the holiday season that's offendy i think it's just one of those things where it's like how are you supporting your citizens and i think again it goes to this era of like hopelessness because it's like the government is like playing in our face with this we broke we in debt but we could pay and fund war and we understand how that what that does for the u.s and the global economy us being involved in protecting our interests and things I think was it Venezuela? One of what? There's another country that there's a talk. So like somebody wants their land or something like that. Oh yes. Yeah. So Venezuela um, government wants to take a piece of um, Guyana. Guyana, because they Guyana just recently found oil there. So now they're trying to annex that piece that has the oil, and everybody's against it. And if that was to happen, the U.S. would have to go to war and to protect Guyana, I believe. Right. So it's mm-hmm. one of those situations where it's like. Foreign policy really tells you what your country is about. And when things are good, it's easy to, to kind of brush those things aside because your day to day isn't impacted. But now, like I said, <laughs> the price of goods have gone up by like 150 to 200 percent in the last three years alone. I think there was a a study or a video I saw a couple like maybe earlier in the week about like buying a house in 2015 or something or 2011 compared to 2021 compared to 2023. And just between like 2021 and 2023, the pricing was like because of the interest and the loans and everything like that, it was like an extra 30% of what it was two years ago on top of the natural inflation that we've seen. So mm-hmm. it's really just something where it's like, it's frustrating because it's like, they tell you what they tell us, go to school, get a good job, get your degree, you know, do all these things. And it's like, the system is still not built for you doing. We got record amounts of credit card debt. It's in our generation. It's like, like you want to buy a house. You ain't buying it in New York. <laughs> you feel me? No, not at all. You feel me? So it's like things that you know we were told. That, we were told the the, the 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 steps to play a game that is no longer serving us. It's like I don't, some the American of, dream is not real no more. It's, not the American it's never been real per se. <laughs> if you know the history, it's never been real. But I think now, before before with media, they could use it and propaganda and shit like that. But now. We got the real. <laughs> we see the. We see the. We see this shit ain't real, and they still smacking us in the face with it. Oh, D. So, definitely one of those frustrating elements when it comes to all of this. All right, now I thought this case. I thought we would probably not talk about this anymore, but a new statement coming from the driver 
at the scene of the crime where Tory Lanez, Megan Thee Stallion, and Kelsey has come out and has claimed that he's seen Kelsey with the gun and Tory went and struggled with her. And that's when the shots went off and that was potentially hurt Meg Thee Stallion. Now, Meg Thee Stein, I want to give a little... Meg Thee Stein has come out and said that that is not true. She knows who shot her. She said who shot him, shot her. What's your whole thoughts about this statement coming after the trial? Um, When I first... I actually read the statement. When I first read it, it came off as like another attempt to you know, get another trial, get a retrial done, I think, in the sense... I know that's something that Tory Lanez and his team has really been pushing for. But it also came out as like, why now? Because it's like, even if they weren't putting you on the stands, there was plenty of time for this to come out. And I granted, I granted it was a, a, a very big case. And you're, you can't say much about these cases, especially if you're somebody that could be potentially put on the witness list. But I just feel like it's a lot of he said, she said. And even to that point, the thing that Tory Lanez was arrested for was not shooting Megan Thee Stallion. It was, again, mm-hmm. he had a, a, a legal gun and shot it off in a residential. You get it? So it's kind of like... It don't even matter at this point because I think society is like the internet wants to say he who shot who when it really came down to something else. And it's just one of those things where it's like, all right, well, what comes out of this next? Because now Megan is still on, like, you know, still she, she did respond, which I think is something that people want to hear. But it's also mm-hmm. at the same point, it's like we got to let dead, like dead horses lie. I think that it's just a lot of stuff from three years ago that keeps coming back up. And it's like at this point, nobody can heal. That's a fact. And, bro, I, I think maybe he probably is seeing uh, he's trying to get a uh, less less time. I think he's still got to do time because at the end of the day, they're going to ask him, who gun does this belong to? He's going to have to say him, and he has priors. So he's going to have to do some type of jail. Now, he probably won't do, I think they were trying to say, 11, 8 to 11 years. That was potentially might be he might have to serve. It might be less. I think that's probably what he is trying to reach for, but he's going to have to do something. Yeah, he'll do the gun is in his name. <laughs> but once again, I'm reading this statement, bro. I can't feel sympathy for Tory, bro. And I don't want to stay on too long because we already beat this dead horse down. But, bro, if you fucking with Matt, if you fucking with Kelsey, bro, why the hell are you go send your driver to go bring both of them to the spot and you know you fucking both of the girls, and then you gonna sit here and try to flirt with Kyle, with um Kylie too, and then you in the car talking about don't don't make me tell her, bro. This is when you your head was too big, your ego got too big, your pride. You feel I me? I mean, to play devil's advocate, this nigga was probably the one of those famous people ever during the pandemic. <laughs> Quarantine <laughs> but, but radio. You see, but you see what happens though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that shit go to your head is over, and then gets gotten a simple, a simpler man. This guy, I'm just saying. I mean, we're going to talk about another nigga that was talking crazy. <laughs> Facts. But this shows you the universe will humble you. So, my niggas, if, y'all, if you're doing dirt or you're doing stuff, bro, stay humble. Don't do dirt, period, by the way. But, but if you are, humble like, yourself. yeah, I'm about to say, don't act like, <laughs> yeah, you're not God's gift to the land. Like, relax. Because I'm, 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 I'm reading this shit, and he said, all right, you fucking both of them, cool. You, brought, you, you told your driver to go pick them up. And then bring them there, and then you in the car arguing, talking about don't make me tell. So I'm like, nigga, what? 
You yeah. thought you thought Meg was going was, was going to just that, chill? That was some sassy shit. If that was this is the first time I used her. <laughs> don't make me tell, <laughs> nigga. What <laughs> you getting pussy from two different from two best friends? You good? And you got you over here flirting with Kylie Jenner, nigga. What was you thinking? Look how that worked out for you, stupid. <laughs> you feel me? So I'm just I, I can't really feel too much sympathy. Like, of course, I don't want him to do that much. You know, his, I ain't gonna lie. Die alone at the prom deluxe shit slap. I ain't gonna hold you. So, my for my selfish reason, I don't want him to do that many years in jail. But, bro, you bought that all upon yourself. So, fellas, remember to check that ego and make sure the universe will humble you. Now, I want to talk about this nigga over here. Now, with the Trump administration, Trump was wilding. Now, what you gonna call it? Joe Biden knows how to play the political game, but his son over here do not give two fucks. <laughs> about anything that nigga is living the rock star dream so apparently slick hunter biden has spent over 870k on prostitutes porn and some drugs <laughs> and sex club membership damn that nigga fucking and he took he took 1.6 million dollars from the atm this nigga getting bread hold on <laughs> His father's been in government for years. He's had insight. Never mind. <laughs> but no, nah, he's outside. It ain't tricking if you got it. And this nigga was doing crack too. Oh, he's, doing <laughs> Yo, the, he's doing the hot. The I ain't gonna lie. He's on a Charlie Sheen run. <laughs> yeah, that's shit. It happens. <laughs> yeah, access. That, yo, this is why. This is why I, I ain't gonna hold you. You can't. We can't be too famous because when your kids. Might feel neglected and then they start doing start fucking with that cocaine. <laughs> now Jonathan Majors, bro, this shit keeps getting at first it came out with recordings. This shit dope. First of all, first before we talk about the uh, the court updates, Shorty is the feds. Shorty where he was trying to have evidence on him for a minute now. And I ain't gonna hold you. To tell that white girl to act like Coretta Scott King. Yeah, you play it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, what job I'm on? Could be doing right now. Period. This is actually period. Do you understand that? Yeah. Do you really know this? Do you really? Yes. Then how dare you come home drunk and disturb the peace of our house when we have a plan? So I, would like to get to, I would like to get to the point where your friends know what job I'm on and go, I think Grace is going to be out of commission. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I won't. So, like, I'm, I, no, no, do you understand that? Because because that team, that unit, right, Grace has to be in a certain mindset to support Coretta Scott King. Do you know who that is? That's Martin Luther King's wife. Michelle Obama. Barack Obama's wife. I know, I'm not, I, I, I shouldn't have gone out, I'm no, no, sorry. No, let me just lay it out for you, right? If I am, I'm just going to say this, my temper, my shit, my trauma, blah, blah, all that, all that said, right? And I'm going to say, I'm a great man, a great man. He's a great man, Savannah. I am doing great things, not just for me, but for my, for my culture. If that nigga there, boy. <laughs> That nigga was schooling, huh? <laughs> but hold on. If she came home drunk, how did she have in her right mind to record that whole thing? I think that was a separate argument. I think she was trying to prove him being manipulative 
and him like I, to your point when the group chat it's in the throat he's like yo she the feds like she was building up something to kind of just have against him and while I know some a lot of people are saying like hey what he said wasn't wrong I sometimes not what you say is how you say it so you could have a mm-hmm. perfectly I guess valid point but if you deliver it like an asshole or you know angsty it's not gonna come off and I think the pieces that come out of that is like yo bro he's like I know I have a temper he comes off as a narcissist. He comes off somebody who admits he's angry. He comes off as somebody who, you know, seems controlling. And I think that that, while I don't feel like whatever he's on trial for now, like he did that shit, the other shit they say he did is like, oh, shit, your character's kind of, you know, woo. Okay, let me play devil's advocate. I don't think he's exactly wrong in that. He he like uh, even though he wilded out with that like, he's a great man shit he's a good man Savannah a good man but I think he's the type of person that knows where he's at this you gotta understand where he's coming from he, this nigga is about was about to be the face of the acting world this nigga was going to he had a job at Marvel he just did Creed he was about to be he's about to do a bunch of other movies he had he was he was probably booked up for at least a couple of years. He was about to pause, but he was about to be named the sexiest man alive. Oh, no, he was named sexiest man alive before that happened. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he was about to do that again. This nigga was on his way to the pinnacle, <laughs> and he also had range. So it's not like how people be shot shit on Michael B. Jordan and be like, he can't really act that well. You know, that's not my opinion, but nobody can say that about Jonathan Majors because his roles was always diverse, not diverse, but always different. And had a lot of range, so I can't. I could understand why he is so kind of strict in regiment in some type of way because he's building something. He's building an empire. He he has a brand. He has to he has to have a certain look in in the acting world. Because I talked to my friend, shout out to Nettie. All them niggas is basically narcissistic and, <laughs> and strict and shit. Because. To be honest with you, it's like the music game. One false move, you off the map. Look at this nigga. <laughs> one false move, one one night, that nigga was running. I ain't gonna lie to you. Side note, they saw the video of him trying to put her in the car and start running away. That's like, yo, this this white woman chased him through the Bronx. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that shit had me rolling. That nigga started high telling it. That shit, I, I ain't gonna lie, that shit look crazy on the camera. Just a small little white girl chasing after that big brolic ass nigga, though. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> but I can't really give him that. I have to give him some type of grace because of what he was trying to do and what road he was on. Of course he's gonna want to be strict. Of course he's gonna want to have control of it. Cause one false move take you off the map, like what happening now. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, like, shit, you hear it, and it's like, what they said about that nigga again? Hold up. Let me just let me just check my dot my T's. I mean, dot my eyes and cross my T's. Oh, you wildin', big dog. But then the fact that she I'm about re- to tell him. He, she, go ahead. She recorded all that too. I'm just like, yo, damn. You wasn't even safe in your own home, brother. You couldn't even be a sleazy in your own home. You had the ops. Yo, <laughs> sleeping with the ops. Yo, yo. Just like what? I ain't gonna lie though. I'm gonna tell all my I'm gonna tell all my women, I need you to be like Credit Scott King. That's what he did. He just said, he said he, he, Credit Scott King, do you know who that is? Michelle Obama, that's Barack Obama's wife. <laughs> like, he was like, that's what I need. <laughs> real, real quick, because I saw the new Rory and Moore podcast, and Rory made a good point about um people race baiting. 
What's the problem with asking a white woman to be Curtis Scott King? And she's not a great woman. You can't just you she, getting, so she you has get, to pick you're out. Same, <laughs> you're not getting the same level of sacrifice, and we know that. We know that. Is, or, wait, wait, wait! But we just naming after a great woman. <laughs> nah, it's not about that. Because it's the it's the image that you portray too. We all know Martin was wildly outside these streets too. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Let's talk about Michelle. Okay, I don't, I don't. You know they wrote and he, had play, he had a taste for white women too. We're not gonna discuss it too much. You're not gonna go that. Far. But okay, what about Michelle Obama? Michelle Obama is a a a. a Michelle she, Obama, she's a great. She's a. They're, they're, um, they're both pop, great women. She's a black woman, but she's a great woman. They're both great women, but I think that there's a certain level of grace and etiquette that black women provide in these roles of. And they, they've accepted the role of support almost like they were supportive of their men. And they there was a lot of evident sacrifice in just the anecdotes that we have of their, their roles with their husbands. And I think that that's something that's like, it was tough to, I mean, it's not saying the white woman can't do that, but it's like, yo, like it's not expected. Like, you know, like the biggest thing when they talk about interracial relationships is like, what do y'all talk about? Yeah, and I think that would be. But the thing. I think I think I think I think what people was getting on, at least Poppy Damaris was talking about, like why you couldn't name like a white woman and whatnot. And my thing about it is kind of like, because ain't no special one. Does it matter? He just said a, <laughs> he just said a great woman. Like he can't he can't just say can you just be a great woman? And so what... he has to. She got to say you got to be Julia Roberts. Um, you got to be more um Barbara Streisand. Like I don't know why does the... the race of women has to matter type stuff? You feel me? She just but then great again woman. to his nar speaking to the idea of narcissism. Those women played their role, even though they have built their own brands and they you know are iconic in their own ways. It's kind of it stems from the fact that it started out with them supporting their families and then kind of branching out, you know, and continuing the work. And I okay. think that. Again, it's almost an assumption when you see a uh, a famous black man with a and a black and his partner, his woman, is by his side, but also allowing him to kind of doing making the sacrifice so he can do what he needs to do. And then when it doesn't happen, and I guess you could probably think about many examples of this. Where it, when it doesn't happen, that's kind of where you see like the disdain, like the Will and Jada. It was all fine. We all wanted the Will and Jada love when it was like Will was big money, big Willie weekend. And Jada was, you know, she do her little joint, but she it was assumed she was with the kids and whatnot. And as soon as she went, as soon as it was slightly embarrassing to the niggas, it's like, oh, shit, damn, you bitch. <laughs> you feel me? So I think that that's kind of like the idea. Wait, side note. Yo, Jada, shut, please, please be quiet about the marriage. I just saw. Wait for it. I want to get flowers first before I start shitting. Hold on. Shout out to Will Smith in the Grammy performance. He performed in the same outfit that he won the first Grammy. Don't forget, fun fact: he's the first hip hop artist to win the Grammy. Great, and he gave Rakim his file. Thank you, Will. But Jada, we don't want to hear nothing about your marriage no more. <laughs> we don't want to hear nothing about the marriage because she. There's a report. I'm not going to do too much on it. That she said, "Oh, the Oscar slap saved their marriage." I don't care no more. We don't care. Keep your family business inside, okay? Can we be honest about <laughs> but back, that? Hold on, because huh? because then she was just saying last month that they wasn't together. So it's kind of like, why are we following that plot through? Like, what is the logic in drop? We weren't together. We weren't this. We weren't that. Because you know what the media is going to pick up on. To now it's like, oh, exactly. It saved our marriage. And I'm like, bro, you just said that you wasn't with the nigga. <laughs> that's why. I t- that's why I want her to zip it. I'm sorry. I don't want to tell black women to be quiet, but. This particular right. one, so, so, I need you to uh, at least about your marriage. About at least say, about your marriage, I'm gonna need you to. <laughs> I think. But the, before, back to oh, go ahead. Not a power when one of when both when both parties learn to shut the fuck up. It's a beautiful thing. Everything, I, everything don't have to be said. 
<laughs> but just real quick on the Jonathan Majors, real quick. I'm I'm more so coming from the aspect of just like regular relationship. Like if I just okay, if I get a white woman, I can't just tell her, can you be like Michelle Obama? Can you just be like any other great black woman? Not exactly because they're black, but more so they just great women in general that for, do great things. For me, nah, I'm a clown you. I can't say my white woman. I can't. I can't name my white woman queen. Your milk of magnesia. I'm only saying. I can't tell my white Nubian queen to be I'm Michelle. Only, I'm only saying no because I think that for those women, they understood the struggle and what it was like to not just be that part and the, the, the a spouse, but to be of that race, to be of that demographic, that designation. And I think that they the, throughout through. All the bullshit, they could empathize and sympathize with what their man was going through, even if he wasn't being necessarily the man that they needed him to be in the household. They knew it was a bigger picture. And I think that while... I but can't all women strive for that, though? They could, but if they don't understand what it truly means to experience these things. Like, you get a girl from Long Island who's never been around black people or, you know, never have had the police follow her in, in a grocery store or, you know, anything like that. It's kind of like, yeah, you want to support me, but do you understand what support entails? Do you understand what I mean to this group or this mission or this motive and why that is so important? Because when, when we have successful black people, it's not like you, we aren't successful in isolation. We are representative to a lot of people. And it's just like, what do you see? That's why I feel like it's tough. That's why I got to say no. If I had right, a white if woman. I tell my black, if I tell my black woman to be like Susie B. the Anthony, am I wrong? She got a coin in there. That's fire. <laughs> all right well speaking of just uh, marriages and whatnot cardi b and upset offset has repeatedly broken up she appeared on live saying that she's been single for a while what's your thoughts people grow and people live and learn and sometimes they work things out and sometimes you got to say there's nothing to be worked out anymore and i wish them both the best i feel that it has always been a tumultuous ride with them. They seem like they, you know what it is? They're the couple that you could tell they have a lot of fun together, but they're, it looks like the their fun outweighed their ability to navigate tumultuous waters. And it happens. We all know people who, they have a grand fucking old time together, but when things get rough, boy, do they get rough. And Bro, I think... That'd be the worst, though. The fact that they're both young, I think, you know... There's been, you know, we won't talk about the infidelity too much, but there's been questions of infidelity throughout the course of the relationship. And they're both fair. Hey, hey, wait, so I know it doesn't help that Blueface is saying that Krishan Rock was fucking awesome. smashed on him too. Yeah. Bro, that, no, stop playing bodies on me. <laughs> yo, that, yo, that's some, I ain't gonna lie to you. That shit pissed me off. Like, nigga, how you gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm in a relationship, my nigga. Like, yeah, nah, how bro. you gonna put a body on me like that, bro? <laughs> yeah, brother definitely went off the G code on that one. But yeah, I think it's just like, you just, you just send love and light. Cause it's like, that's frustrating. Cause now, uh, there is money involved like they're both well going to be well off but there are just also children involved there's this public and it's like i think she did like a tiktok performance like right the week of and it's like you could see she was still trying to be happy and bubbly in herself but it was also like all right like I, i'm rooting for y'all to both figure out what y'all need i think that's just in general with any relationship that's good people go through good bad and different it's like yo i root for everybody to just kind of have that energy and that you know just like get to get hopefully you're getting what you need out of it you feel me? Yeah, I agree. All right, real quick, uh, did you hear about 
Cameron and Mace versus the Joe Button podcast. Is this the, inc- the incident that's stemming from the Melissa Ford comment about them being in the whorehouse? Yes. So real quick, if you watch It Is What It Is, they mentioned about a story of when they was young and how they was in a whorehouse and they was just, you know, doing their thing in there. I guess on the next episode of Joe Button podcast, Melissa Ford alluded that they was probably with underage women and whatnot. But then it is what it is responded back and said like, yo, they was underage. They should have been in there type of thing. Then, you know, on the next episode, the fellas kind of not, I don't want to say force because force is not, is not a, it's not a good word, but kind of like coached her on why she was wrong and to apologize. And she's kind of seemed a little bit reluctant on it and kind of gave like a, a, to my opinion, a non-genuine apology, which set Cameron the fuck off. If you know about Cameron, that nigga wasn't acting in Killer Season. That's really him. <laughs> that nigga is not acting. If you ever watch Killer Season, that's him in real life. He turned his petty up talking about, you know, she fucked Ice-T for 2K. First, that, once again, stop playing bodies on niggas in public. All right, fellas? <laughs> and they started going back and forth. And it come now that Joe is standing beside Melissa Ford now. But my whole thought about this whole stuff was, Melissa Ford, you got to take this L. You just basically, in these times, basically alluded that these niggas was in was pedos. Yeah, sexual misconduct. And you see what happened to Diddy. And they got a popping podcast. They did it on six on the complex uh, on the complex list. Shout out to Unc Shannon Sharp for making number one. But they just made it to the six for the media. That shit can destroy their whole shit. So I could see why they felt some type of way though. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's like you can't throw around allegations, especially baseless allegations. And you gotta care what you say, because again, we live in an era where people are reactive, so they hear something, they're going to run with it without even fact-checking it. It's happened on this show with things that we've kind of just run with in in the moment. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yo, just making sure that you're being and, and the thing about it, too, is they was telling the story. It's not like someone else came out and told the story, so you can just make it. They the one that was just telling a throwback story of themselves. So just for you to even mention a comment about that was crazy. Now, Keith Lee. Keith Lee had me. If you, if you follow me on the socials, you know Keith Lee had me fucked up over here because i ain't gonna lie you know how bronx and brooklyn beef with each other secretly i ain't gonna lie brooklyn and queens about to beef because i ain't gonna lie queens i love you my boy but queens did bad y'all niggas out here doing salmon chopped cheese out here bro and dry ass bacon egg and cheese i need you to step up you're the representative of queens born and raised answer yourself i told you in pre what i thought it was i think it's just his platform has grown so much that he's getting a lot of information and it's hard to sift through all those places. And we also understand that as platforms grow, you get people that want to hear their, have their voices and their opinions. Oh, I just moved into this neighborhood a year ago and this place makes the best bagel ever. It's like, I just want that. It's like, <laughs> no motherfucker, you haven't lived here. You can't tell somebody what they're going to like, or you're going to recommend something and your palate is different. I think that my, my initial response was white people got to stop talking to Keith Lee. <laughs> that was what I said. I was like, white people leave him alone. I get it. Facts, you sent this nigga to Manhattan for pizza, bro. Hey, bro. What the fuck? I've never thought about going to Manhattan for pizza unless it was dollar slices and I was late as fuck and I was coming home. Mm-hmm. So I think that in that respect, it was like, yo, bro, like, y'all, sit this one out, white people. I know y'all want to be down. No, no, he's ours. <laughs> 
bro. I'm, and, and, you know, I listened to him on a on his complex interview. He was just trying to share highlight to a small business. But I was like, bro, this is New York City, bro. Especially in the boroughs, there's nothing but small businesses everywhere. So I don't even, I didn't even feel in that. But I just, we need, we need, we need a round two. Nah, you know you gotta, gotta fuck with, to, you gotta fuck with a evil Keith Lee. What's her name? Uh-huh. You know who I'm talking about. Oh. Chantan. 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 He be with this shit. He be like, I'm not going to this whack ass establishment. <laughs> he he's been to New York plenty of times because I follow him. He's been to New York plenty of times and he gone to the right spots. Mm-hmm. He shitted on some restaurants because I'm not gonna say New York City don't have no bad restaurants. He shitted on do. footprints. I remember <laughs> he shitted on footprints. I remember that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, footprints is trash. Anybody would tell you. Footprints. <laughs> I was like, oh, this nigga real. This nigga is a real <laughs> human being. But Keith Lee, you 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 try to you try to land at us, and I don't like that. I almost almost unfollow you, King. He he, <laughs> until, he, was, until he went to Brooklyn. I'm about to say he got he got diff, he got decent service though. So I think Atlanta was the service. That's why he was like, "Fuck y'all." <laughs> but what you would call it, Keith? And also, side note: Chopped cheese. Any food critic or reviewer, chopped cheese is. I don't want to say poor, but it's a it's I don't a, it's a budget struggle. meal. It is a yeah. budget meal. This shit is not gourmet meal over here, bro. Because everybody, and I hate that we popularize chopped cheese because not every nigga want to come to New York. Let me get a chopped chop cheese wasn't meant for all this spotlight, bro. <laughs> this is like, do you got McDonald's money? That's the definition of what a chopped right. cheese is. <laughs> That's what basically niggas was getting chopped cheese for. So don't expect chopped cheese to be slapping crazy like that. So that's why I don't I don't really I don't really like that. Cause my nigga, if you come into New York City, bro, you gotta hit the Caribbean spots. <laughs> and then I don't I saw food spots is hit on Nah, this. you gotta go. There's a there's a London food blogger. He came over here. His name is Wavy Boy something. He be going to all. He go to all the spots. He goes to the five star joints. He goes to the hood spots. He go to the nice delis. Like he pull up and he be like, he'll tell you what's fire and whatnot. So I, I, I'm gonna say this. You, you come to us for the Asian food because them Asian people you get them wing. You get to the Chinese restaurant wings. I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to them. Them fry, our fried chicken saved niggas, bro. I mean, it, it also <laughs> kill, it also kills niggas in the long run. But yes, it oh, does. That's a moment. fact. All that MSG and shit. But but nigga, you gotta know what you coming to New York for. We don't come to New York for no damn chopped cheese or bacon, egg, and cheese, bro. That shit is just. And also, my nigga, you don't want to put no salt, pepper, ketchup. That's why your shit was dry as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was wilding that thin ass thin crowd. I was just like, brother, what are you doing? You don't. That's the thing. People, people tell you, but you gotta be really, really like. New York is not the place where you could just get random people recommendations. Like Vegas, Facts. New Orleans, like places that's known for food, Houston. You can take a couple of, you know, obscure reservations. And New York is too many people. We can't be like, yo, I like this. No. Why? What's special about it? Who goes there? Who have you ever seen there? You that's really- a fact. And the thing about it is you go to different boroughs for different shit too. You feel me? So you gotta really be careful because there's some there's some businesses in different birds that's that that's selling gabash. So be careful with that. All right. But shout out to you, Keith Lee, though. I like which I like your movement and all that. Nicki Minaj, speaking on Queens, Nicki Minaj just dropped Pink Friday too. I'm gonna let you have this because you're a Queens representative. You on you on you on the spot today. <laughs> you gotta represent you act like Queens. I played the whole album. I've listened to I listened to a good portion of it. It's pretty it's pretty solid. I think that for a legendary debut as uh Pink Friday was, it's a pretty decent you know, part two or second coming of it. I think Nikki has this talent where it's like every time you want to count her out, she there's something. It was like okay, 
it's still there. You're still that that mm-hmm. that girl. Um, the Drake record fire. That's my some of my songs of the week. The Cole record fire. The Uzi record fire. She did a right. great job of leveraging like the sounds and trying to. It was one of those. It felt like an album from. This is not a, a diss. It felt like an album from five ten years ago where. You know, you understood your core base, but you also understood that you're relevant in so many different spaces that you have to have different sounds. And I think it was appreciated. And we haven't really heard from her in so long, in a, a consistent hour project. So I was like, it was cool. It was definitely something where I was like, she did 200,000. She bought 200,000. So number one debut, most likely. Um, Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, see that we're still like, I think our, a lot of our this has been a year of our artists putting out music that reminds us who the fuck they are. Fact. And I think that's something I can appreciate. Uh, uh, um, far as Nicki Minaj, I'm not a big fan of Nicki Minaj, but I'm not a hater of Nicki Minaj. I appreciate everything she has done for hip hop. I need niggas to stop hating on her, bro. I, yo, bro, this shit getting sad, bro. This shit getting sad because they there's people that was talking about, oh, she didn't really promote this album. Her single was from a year ago. Who gives a fuck, bro? Just enjoy the music. And then, I don't know if you got to see some clips from her in the Casanet stream last night. Niggas is talking about, oh, she's doing cokehead behavior. But I'm just like, bro, that's how I know y'all niggas is not real fans of her. She's been this way extra pretty much her whole career. That's what she's been known for, especially in her early parts of her career, being extra. That's why people love her. So I'm just tired of the hate narrative around Nicki Minaj. And this is coming from a non-Nicki Minaj fan. I am not a bar. <laughs> so for me to say that is it, it, it says enough that y'all niggas is wilding out there. But I think the album is pretty good. That song with Lil Uzi Vert is going to go on TikTok, <laughs> Billboard number one list automatically and i enjoy it and i enjoy that she tapped in with the youth my problem with Nicki minaj is all the stuff that she's doing now bro she should have been she been should have done this shit bro because to me it's kind of late and also it doesn't seem sincere i feel like she's just trying to catch on to what's been going on and instead of instead of being like drake where drake kind of transcend kind of like led the charge on all these things so it doesn't look like She's still it, but I feel like she kind of just. But I respect it nonetheless. She did good on the stream, and um, I'm I'm happy for her album. Now, um, Kanye West, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. You can't cancel this motherfucker, bro. And this once again, it's not coming from a Kanye West fan, but my nigga, he's in Dubai previewing new music with his with. And I ain't gonna lie, Drake, Anonymous got competition because Northwest is coming for coming for his ass. He got the Backstreet Boys sample. This nigga can't miss. I can't cancel this nigga, bro. This shit sound amazing. Nah, Kanye Wilder. I'm looking forward to listening to this, John. This shit sound amazing. I'm over here like, oh, this nigga back. <laughs> Niggas gonna forget about all his hate speech. <laughs> but I, I can't wait to see the um, Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign album. Real quick, want to shout out to Queens. Once again, Queens get the money. Shout out to 50 Cent for opening up a new film studio in Shreveport. Louisiana, you feel me? Following in the step in the in the footstep of Tyler Perry, so he's going to be able to film, write, do production all on this plot of land. So shout out to Fifty, my nigga, a nigga who got shot nine times and came back and doing well, and he's still putting on. So expect to see more projects from him in the future. Now, the biggest thing that we want to talk about this week is sports, bro. Sports been going crazy, bro. Let's get Bronny. Let's get Bronny out the way real quick. Shout out to Bronny. First game in USC. 
dead I go like even though you know people complain about his 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 stats, you gotta understand this nigga had cardiac arrest in the summer. And for him to be cleared and still be able to play basketball is nothing but short but amazing. And shout out to LeBron for being there and his whole family and friends. So I'm gonna give that quick little shout out to Bronny. But Lakers, LeBron, NBA in season tournament champions. What's your thoughts? Like, yeah, um, I mean, it was made for them niggas to win. <laughs> oh, come on, you come on. Nah, I'm not, not in the sense that. of like they was that they had to win their games, but it was like, what's the best story? And it was like they got to go through what they beat Phoenix by three. They smoked the Pelicans. Zion, bro, you got to get you got to take your weight seriously. Like real talk, come on, Z. Like you got too much challenge. They was Gilbert really said it best. If you woke up and you're just a six-time all-star, 20,000 points, you wasted your potential. But Braun and them, you know, he they 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 have talent. They can't shoot, but they realize that they go into the paint, they could win any game. And then even though the, the game they lost to AD? Dallas, they lost to Dallas, mm-hmm. but it's like Dante Exum had the best game of his career. Tim Hardaway Jr. couldn't miss. Luca was Luca. And it's like you still lost by what, five, two? And it's like you, uh, and, uh, yeah, too. And they were they weren't making threes. It was literally wait, 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 quick, quick question, Dante. Where the fuck you been at, my nigga? You was my rival in two K two two thousand and fifteen. Nigga, you supposed to be the man in the league, and you come back now. I appreciate it, but nigga, shout out to you though. Dante <laughs> was wilding, but it's like that's what happens. Sometimes you got to leave and get get right and come back. But you know the Lakers have realized that, and when it comes to the paint and going into the paint, that's where they really get their buck. But that's why they can get knocked on their head sometimes. Because if a team can shoot, they can get into a game with them. They keep up. So I like the fact that LeBron got this one. They're gonna make fun of him. He's a five-time champion. <laughs> Shit, like we get the jokes. They write themselves. But it's definitely one of those things. It's like yo, it was nice to see. Quick question: What's your thoughts on Charles Barkley saying he's gonna roast him on television for putting that banner up? Charles Barkley has not won. A, a team award <laughs> outside of, he's one he won individuals i get what the premise is it's an individual like it's an in-season tournament the, but you're shitting on a team like this is a league push the league wants people to take this seriously to the point where they're talking about and it was good and they're talking about making the winner next year like for years to come they'll receive like the sixth spot or like maybe a guaranteed spot in the play-in like at worst so that's something to think about where it's like you got a team that already in december qualifies for the playoffs I think that's fire. And they did a good job. At first, niggas was clowning this shit. It's like, yo, what the fuck is the league doing? But they average more views than usually um than 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 other games, other like important games. I ain't gonna lie, I, I fuck with it. It gives the March Madness feel to the NBA. Everybody knows the first half of the NBA season is kind of, you know, yeah. uh, unless you so play unless you play fantasy. <laughs> Facts, you know, but LeBron. Jordan can't say that. He could never say he was an in-season tournament MVP, though. So that makes LeBron top two and not two. <laughs> but I want to talk a little bit about Zion. I, we're going to talk about Draymond, though, everybody. But Zion, bro, I can't, I can't, I can't make any excuses for him, bro. We've been talking about this shit for like almost how how many years he's been in the in the league? This is fifth year, I think. Fourth. This is this is this might be his fourth. After the after the first after his first year, they've been talking about his weight. Not only the shout out to Stephen A. Smith. They said people. They said they said people um, in New Orleans talk about it. I heard there's a I, I heard there's a, a mural of him chasing after a burger <laughs> in New Orleans. 
the the Pelicans have talked to anonymous sources about this shit, bro. It's no excuse, bro. He did even though you did bully the niggas the next game, but bro, you look like you had a belly. Why is there a conversation about conditioning? And it, and it's right, bro. You do not care about the game. You do not care about the game as as much, which is okay, but it's it's sad. Cause my nigga, you are doing all of this. You you have missed over sixty percent of your career games. Off, and it's not about it's not injuries that's caused to your hand, your um your your torso or head or neck or whatnot. All most of your injuries has come from the legs. Take your job serious, bro. At at the end of the day, you gotta be a professional. No matter what, if you wanna eat, you know, um, what's what's some. Uh, New Orleans shit because you went to New Orleans. Some gumbo, some etouffee, yeah, <laughs> some po' boys. There's too much good food in New Orleans. It's not. It's probably not the town for an athlete with a weight problem. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you got to be professional, bro. You got to be professional. We can't. We can't go on two or three years of niggas talking about your weight. Niggas can't. That at the end of the day, this is sad. You're a professional. At the end of the day, be professional. Um. Let's talk about Draymond. Draymond has been suspended indefinitely due to his what you want to say, punch or spin or spinning hook. Let's just say repeated, <laughs> repeated violent offenses on the basketball court. That's what yes. it is. Because it's not just like it's an isolated incident. I think you can isolate an incident, then it's like, all right, cool, you had a bad day. Take these five and call it a day. But Draymond Green has had many bad days to the point where they have like a comp of, of multiple values of him doing just violent shit on the court. Uh, I don't want to stay on it too long, but I will say that, you know, he's, he's been suspended indefinitely. He has to go to counseling the league, the team and him have to figure out a plan to re for him to get back into the league. But it's definitely to Kenyon Martin's point. Niggas just didn't punch him in the face. He going to keep doing That's a fact. Like he going to keep doing violence and everybody's so scared of the penalty. It's like, all right, we're going to let somebody keep doing this shit. And now it's like, I can do what I want. And then granted, because the shit is not basketball movements. I don't know what he be seeing when he be out there, what demons he's fighting. But those aren't bad. Because he already been, eject- been ejected about five times yeah. already. So the big thing is just like, yo, what's going on? You think it was fair? I don't know what it is, to be honest. I've never seen nothing like this where God just like consistently just does boneheaded shit. Like you choking niggas out. I'm talking about the league suspension. You oh. think it's fair? I think it's fair. I think that uh, you can't. There's no place for that in a professional league. Athletes who are making fifty million dollars a year, kind of situation. Like it's not bush league plays, and it's like again, you. It's not like you just like oh they falling on you. Like it's like a common thread of people like landing on your foot or something or spraining your ankle. It's like you're literally an MMA fighter. Like you stomped on niggas, kicking niggas in the balls, kick niggas, <laughs> punch niggas, backhand slap like. It's unnecessary. So I really hope that they figure out. But what, what, what's your thoughts on the critics saying that, yo, this is the same league that, um, uh, who the nigga that punched Kobe Bryant in the face? R.P. to Kobe, though. Charlie, no disrespect. Was it Charlie Ward? Yep. Um, you got Doug Christie getting punched. Um, Charles Oakley. Um, Charles Barkley was throwing punches at niggas. Larry Bird. This is those, coming from the league that had all this. Those niggas was making $6 million. Some of them niggas was making $600,000. These are 50, 20 to $50 million players, and they talking about Luka going to be the first $70 million player. You feel me? So it's like you get the, as the money grows, you're going to be like, we don't have no room for that. We want this product to be entertaining. We don't want niggas to get hurt. They not fucking with him. We, we can't get a malice in the palace part two? That, we ain't getting that. <laughs> Close to that, 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 that slide and punch. 
Uh, Go crazy. All right, let's get to our song of the week. If you're just listening to this on YouTube, please exit and download the live podcast app, which you can download and listen to all our episodes there. But you can go to your favorite streaming platform and listen to our episodes there, or you can go to our Apple Music playlist or Spotify Music playlist to listen to our previous songs of the week. All right, what you got this week, brother? Um, start out with some Nikki. This is Nikki and Drake, Needle. And he's on with my girls. I saw Shayla's telephone. Maybe we had too much tequila. Actually, yeah, we definitely had too much tequila because I don't know why I'm even playing on your phone right now. I'm going to just block you. Bye. If these diamonds in my head can't weigh me down, then... What makes you think you could weigh me down? Stop it right now. Friends were pessimistic about our love. Heard they tight now. We both know they're miserable at home. Fuck them all. If this rollie on my wrist can't weigh me down. Mm-hmm. What makes you think you could weigh me down? Stop it right now. Friends, they like it better when you're down. Let's not talk about it. It's just you and me. And I just want to pull up the Maybach and bend your leg back Please obey that, don't delay that My love, why lie? Been a shy guy all of my life We should change that, pull up the Maybach Fun fact, that was supposed to be on for all the dogs He said, nah, it didn't fit sonically So he gave it to Nick but Yeah, yeah it did it I and, agree And then next record, y'all know I like to throw a couple of obscure R&B artists On the come up artists coming up This is Teji, I played one of his songs before called Band If I Do This one is off the EP, Motions Frequently, yeah, I've been calling you so frequent, yeah. Recently, I can't see how we become so distant. Yeah. Truth be told, can't be selling my soul to no hope on a That shit don't make me hope. Trying to keep my focus, being honest, it's going nowhere. Oh no, it ain't. If this isn't a romance, why you feel like we going through all of the motions? There's no space in this bed for two. I got rid of. Yes, yes, that's hey, the, that was fire. That's the boy Teji Motions. All right, all right. My song of the week. I like to put people on R and B too. So here's this new R and B lady, Cherry Twenty Two, off her new EP. I'm Siren. Here's Cherry Twenty Two around. I know I only call you when I get too drunk Don't listen to my messages, was doing too much Leave that bitch on red and come and pick me up Might be pressing my love Hoping that you fall for me Don't make me say some shit, I know we'll have you weak Cause I, you know I know what to do To have you come around no matter what I do And it kills you to know that you'll always be around Holding me down 
All it takes is a call and I'll have you act out Now you inside and out the way we fight, the way we fuck Ain't nothing else can bear, it's only us Always be around That was Cherry 22 around. Now, this next one, I ain't going to lie. This nigga is vibey, and I like him. Uh, this is, uh, he got a new project. This is how I learned about him. This is Big X, the plug off the, off the EP, the biggest rock and roll. Tony Coles. Hey, yo, Nobody that's bigger. This getting scary, they calling it thriller. It's crazy, I just had a spot selling nickel. Ran off if you want me, your life in a pickle. It's simple, I'm playing, get popped like a pimp. I bring nickel out, it's like Carter vs. Kimball. No rental, I'm known to hop out, hit his gym. Go get the money, that's all of my memo. He start acting funny, we cut him a killer. I came up from nothing, turned into a dealer, scammer. Whatever to make me, they make me that now. Fat taxes, they take seven figures. You still want it all? Beat the life that we living. We got all these diamonds, this money is endless. No kidding, just come join the team, be a witness. Hey. All right, that was Big X the plug rock and roll off his EP The Biggest. Shout out to him. He likes to take a lot of old classic old music and resample them. So shout out to him though. But you can find our previous song of the week on Apple Music Playlist or Spotify Music Playlist. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite. Slick, drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You gonna love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Toxic Service Announcement. All right, all right. It's just slicking eye this week for the Toxic Service Announcement, man. But we got a few things that we want to cover on this side. So, Slick, what's your thoughts about this? It's not really a trend, but I don't know if you saw. I sent it to you, though. But it was this woman who said that you better answer them DMs. And it was basically a how it started and how it going. Let me send this to you one more time so you could get a reference of it. So apparently this man has been saying, hey, gorgeous, since March 2019 for every month of that year, the same time, <laughs> around the same time has said, hey, gorgeous to this woman but he finally got her and he ended up marrying her but what is your thoughts about better answer them dms <laughs> got to see it through my boy <laughs> i can't i can't i hate too I much accomplished this shit. i can't knock it i think that yo honestly sometimes right it's, it's the wrong time and sometimes people like i said people be fixated everybody everybody got at least five stories of a situation where some shorty you wanted or nigga that the girls wanted was ignoring the fuck out of them. And then something happened where they realized you existed. And it's like, oh shit, you was here the whole time? Like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> Facts, but she she posted that shit like it was a flex. Like, I ain't front, I, as a nigga, <laughs> as a nigga, no. No, don't do, don't you dare post. That's the shit. We overshare. I think this shit fake. <laughs> As a nigga, I was like, my but you, but we know niggas like that, though. We Absolutely. know niggas be in, talking to themselves in the DM. We had Big to. Money V here talking about. <laughs> I'm about to say, girls know where they could go. 
I'm not mad at it either. Like, I'm not going shit on either party. I think, like, sometimes you just be like, ah, shit, let me see what this shit hit for. People get, some some of the greatest relationships have happened because of boredom, heartbreak, or just, like, a random occur. Like, I mean, oh, you have been here? What up? I would never. <laughs> okay? I, you, I'm not talking to myself in a day. I'm unsending nah, and that. blocking. Okay? That. You I'm unsending you and blocking. After two attempts. You wildin'. I ain't gonna front. I would do it. Maybe because I'm just... I'm, I'm this shit low. is... I'd do it. Why not? I'd be right... I'm like, what, what more do the money bag? <laughs> Fire emoji. Fire emoji. Fire emoji. Hey, yo, shout yo, shot. I'll be dropping money bag. Shout to you if you see the money bag. <laughs> but I don't mind. I don't mind you dropping comments on the pictures though. But you in the DM talking to yourself. But the thing about it is, for this individual, I can't hate too much because he actually got the girl at the end. But it's kind of like, nigga, you waited your turn, bro. It look like he got it. it look like and she, it's kind of she looks like she comes quality too from this picture, boy. <laughs> like, I, see, I see why he, but it's but I ain't gonna hold you, bro. My okay, talk about fragile male ego. I'm gonna feel like she settled for my ass. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I know what it was. You I definitely can do it. <laughs> says you not gonna try. You not gonna try. Just bring your lonely ass here. That's exactly what it you was. Feel me? And, 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 and a nigga like me is gonna have to walk on eggshells because at any moment you oh yeah, like, yeah, you oh, get nigga, you. you was in my DM for for oh, eight yeah. months. Yeah. Is she a bad bitch too? Oh my god, no. I don't wish that on no brother. I don't wish that on not oh. a near brother. And ladies, I don't, I don't wish it on you if you get your first bad nigga. I don't, cause it's like, what you gonna do? Cause I, nigga, I'm only here. Cause I love you. You can do the most heinous shit, and that's all you gotta say. That's all you gotta say, bro. I, I'm here. Cause I, I love you though. You was just fucking X Y, but I love you. I chose you. Yeah. I was. It was a mistake. Who DM did I answer? I'm about I didn't to answer say, your DM. About to say, oh, the gaslighting would be immaculate. Oh shit! But bro, bro, nigga, you better not act out of line, my nigga. You better be on Ooh. point at all times. Because this shows, bro. <laughs> you wasn't one of them ones. I need an update. You wasn't one of them. I need ones. an update. I need to know how they doing in this very moment. I'm not going front. Like I wish them the, again. I'm in the, my my peaceful era. I wish them the very best. But there's a part of me that's just like, what the fuck? How do like? Wait, hold on, hold on. This nigga went from February to next year, nigga. This is the last one was December twenty first, and then the next one was. Oh nah, this nigga wild out. This nigga, this shit more than seven eight nah, months, nah. my nigga. Nah, 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 nah. He had to know her. I'm thinking it's something. It's a situation where like, you know he's in her DMs. He had to like. They had to be like a mutual friend or some shit or like some connection. Like this, is my homeboy cousin or some shit like that. Where it's like, I I wanna be around this person type shit. Cause that's this is that's that's mental illness. I'm still gonna shoot. This is mental illness. I'm still bro. gonna shoot though. <laughs> I'm still gonna shoot though. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, yo, what up? Hey. But my nigga, you didn't but I'm 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 hating on his game though. My nigga, you didn't the only you the only one time you said something different was how are you? But nigga, you just went straight down, hey gorgeous. She trying to get her attention. I mean, I respect the hustle, bro. So she didn't look at. So that means you know you know how Instagram you have to approve a DM. That nigga was nigga. Probably, you was sitting in that yeah, request was, shit that, for a minute. That man was in purgatory. That man was definitely in purgatory. I could never. Nah, but you gotta think about it. If he doing his thug thizzle too, and then one day she just happened to respond, she might have caught him. You know what it was? Ah, fuck. This might I, not okay, go. Okay, well. pretend, pretend if you was a woman, how would you respond to that DM? 
You see a nigga, you see a nigga saying, hey, gorgeous, for nine months. Nigga had a whole kid. <laughs> you see a nigga in your DM saying, hey, gorgeous. As a woman, how would, if he was a woman, how would you answer that DM? How sad am I? How lonely am I? <laughs> What's happening? I'm hitting him with just, the head. You know, Pookie and Ray Ray just broke your heart. <laughs> Damn. Hey, big head. What you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't realize that you were trying to reach out to me for this long. Hey. Right. You want to go get some dinner? I like, I like, I like sushi. That's all it takes. We're easy. We are very easy. Fashion, think about sad. the most. Have some respect, guys. No, think about how the maddest you've ever been at, at any woman you've ever dated entertained. She offer you a, some, a nice meal and some coochie. You be all right. You're going to still be in your bag, but you're like, I won today. That's <laughs> just pussy. Now, lo and behold, you've been right. together for 15 years. Like, fuck, this bitch got me. That's <laughs> part of the game. Son, this shit's sad, bro. This is this shit's sad, bro. I can't. I can't, bro. But then also it led to a lot of the topic that was on social media of just of this girl asking a question. Men will really unfollow you after being rejected. Hell yeah! Fuck them. Fuck. We already we've been to the end of this story. We have come to the end of the road. You just told me no, so I'm blocking you. Who? Yeah, I'm here. It's over. It's done. It's done. Why am I? Bro, what? What? Why am I still here? What? What are we doing? At least in this case, she never responded. It wasn't necessary rejection. She just probably didn't see me, or she could lie to me. Lie to me so sweet. You told me not, well, I, and it's how, how you reject me too? That's my question. Like, was it nice? Like, I'm just not in a space. Like, I can respect that, but it's or like she just see, or she left the shit on scene. Not nigga, type shit. She, she said ill. <laughs> she said ill. <laughs> but I'm just like the the nerve of you to reject me and expect me to sit here and see you drop fire pictures and me not to be able to. Say I'm about that to say thing? you got the vacation pic with the no face, no case, bitch. You getting fucked? You getting dick? I don't turn care. around showing the turn around showing the bikini and shit, and you want me to? Yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm out. I'm I, blocking you, bitch. I don't need that in my <laughs> life. I might not block you, but I'm just not gonna interact. With you. I'm not liking not I'm petty. I like anything but those pictures. <laughs> You know, you know what some of the women were saying under her tweet was like, "Oh, this is not a dating app. Like Instagram is not a dating app." Oh, fuck it is. <laughs> Why am I following you after you reject? I'm about me? to say the way I knew about some of my greatest hits back in the day was because of the remember the old follow the light game. Shorty like like three picks. You like like oh, four. Yeah. She like five. Then you run into for and us. You said a, a dick pic. Oh, what the fuck? That was just me. Okay. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, did he realize, bro? God damn. It was at least, I had to meet you first before I sent the hammer. It was wild. <laughs> nah, you got you had nah, to have the hammer I had to, all, I had to know. Already. I had to know. Like, nah, it had to be like, oh shit, what's up? I had to run into you at the CC. We had to have a dub or something for you before we got nasty. Relax. <laughs> Boy, yo, what's up? Like, you with it? Because now that I think about it, ah, damn, can I get in trouble for mentioning these things? Don't get yourself in trouble. You're in your peaceful era. You're in my peaceful era. era. Don't get uh, statue of limitations, nigga. It's fine. Let's have fun. If you really think about it, especially from like your first CC party back in college, CC was like where we went to have, but they hosted most of the on campus genres. But any for any school you went to, you knew where the general parties would happen. The girls was preying. They was mating calls. You know how, like the, you know, the, how in the gorilla war, they the, the girls, they, the the female gorillas go through on the knuckles and they do the little butt thing. And, like that's what the girls. Come on the, now, you remember, what, was you like, remember you, Sonata said the the three the three look shit. Mm-hmm. But it was like you knew if you had it because you just if you just got like the first verse of a song till you got a dance or a wine or whatever. It's like all right, cool, that's cool. That was casual. But then if she went past the first verse, it's like oh. We we got something here. If she went the she whole back so, at you, uh, the look back, the hand on the chest, or something, or grabbing the pocket, 
boy, brother. I had to clutch my pearls. Hold on. I'm like, wait a minute. What is we doing here? And then, oh, let the lights come on. And she's still looking at you. Oh, I love I love it when when you just ask her, what you doing about this? I don't Yo, know, bro, what you trying what you, to do? What you, I love that shit. Yo, what you doing after this? <laughs> I'm in my little slow ass. I be like. Going to sleep. <laughs> oh, you tell her like, yo, I, yo, we about to throw a little Getty at the spot. Do you walk up to? Yeah, just give me your number. Nah, nah. If it was a Friday night, King, I love the King. King, if it was a Friday <laughs> night, and they'd be like, I bet. What you doing tomorrow? Like, let's link up. What? What? Oh, what? yo, I seen you. Man, nothing was better than yo. You in? You in nutrition? You in the pot? Save me a seat on Monday. And and and, and for some odd reason, bro. You never probably never saw this girl before on campus. Never after that dub everywhere, and she know all the hoes you was already fucked. Never mind. <laughs> what? Also, and now she now you talking then? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. But what then it was like, what or, time to or, be alive, or, bro? Hold on, or or it was the reverse, right? You've seen her around camp, but it was always like you know girls don't wear their glasses and shit. They be blind. And then you see her at the party, and she dancing by herself or something with her friends, and you, you know, no, no, you're bringing up painful memories right now. <laughs> Bring up painful oh, memories. Well, never mind. We'll save this for the Patreon. I still love you. <laughs> nah, bro. The catching them by catching them by themselves, and then you get the dance, and it was like you got the ooh, you got the woo. I swear to God, I fell in love at the GW, bro. I fell in love at the you GW. Fell, you fell in love with the GW. That hot ass gym. The GW for, for anybody that don't get the reference was a gym that had no ventilation. There was no windows. The walls were sweating. You could go in there butt naked and still come out soaking. Like what the fuck is happening? Oh, the GW. Oh my god, I've been seeing that. I've been seeing her there always. You know, do the little cordial high. But then she finally, and then I, and then, you know, and then when you get behind her and she looked and let it still rock. Nah, I was a little man. God knew what he was doing. I give me the ability if, to sing because I swear to if, God. If, if, if you're listening to this, I love um, curly hair. Still love you, boy. Boy, sometimes I don't even know how we got on this tangent, but <laughs> when I tell I, I just, you, I, 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 you just unlock the core memory because I just remember, you know, because she she was and the, and the thing about it is you got to be on some real hunter shit too because with her friends. Right, you gotta wait and to see like niggas pull up on her friends, capture her friend, and then as soon as they capture her friend, you go right there for the kill. Nah. You go right there behind her. Because if you did start dancing with her out of nowhere and her friends is around, there could be a chance for rejection there. Nah, nah, me and my niggas was wild because it would be like we would dance with the girl we didn't want. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> so now it's like we done created. Oh, so you lobbed it up? Okay, I respect that. Yeah, it's like, oh, what up? What's going on? But yo, nah, it was lit. Girls, yeah, nah, but the girls used to pre up. They dad used to be like, all right, I'll never forget my first time. So that was fun, bro. It was oh fun because we was young and had no real responsibilities. We literally just go to this, go to class, go to the CC and be bullshitting. But, but, but back then, not to age ourselves, but social media was there, but it wasn't as prevalent as now. You feel me? Now niggas is just on their phones recording just the live part and then shaking oh, yeah. hips the whole goddamn time. Oh yeah, nah, I'm that's not, what niggas I'm is not, doing now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm not a fan of that. I wouldn't. I would hate to be outside in this era because I'm just like I like to be low key. But then I tell you, like we at the function and at the Oz was to link. It's like yo, what up? What's up? Oh shit, we doing this thing? Oh, you want me to? We going where? <laughs> I remember that some girls, you know, they don't want to. I remember the girls didn't want to seem like they was they was too into you. Like what you doing tonight? I'm going home. Oh. That's how you feel. I'm gonna see you around, and then years later, we could have been something. Yeah, we could have. You would have said what you was really trying to do that night. <laughs> mm, facts. 
Right, you want to play a little Miss Hard to Get, and I uh-huh. just respect your boundaries, Queens. I'm about to say this is not this is boundary. this is not a movie. I do not care what you what what you not trying to do with my what my mother's trying to do. Ah oh, man, good times. The armory, yo, I had some good times in the all. You know, let's get to the next topic because I'm about to be about to be here for a little two hours. Man, if I let's let's say let's table these other two. Let's go. To, let's, we we made this funny. We could talk about these another time because we having fun. Let's talk about this one right here. How far did you travel for the poom? Because thinking about these, because these stories, it's like you think about we t- we always bring it back to college for these wild these wild times, right? But like, how mm-hmm. far have you ever traveled to get some coochie? Eleven hours. <laughs> so that's why I have to ask these questions before we start recording. What? What the fuck? You travel half a day for? <laughs> Where was you? That at? shit was valid. Where the fuck was oh. you at? I won't give too much on me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Eleven hours. Hey man, and that shit hit. You feel me? So, I'll do it again. About, I would do it again. I was about to say that fuck. was good. That was a good eleven hours, twenty-two hours back and forth for some, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. God, damn. <laughs> I was going to say like three or four, but shit, <laughs> three or four. That's just a trip to the Bronx. That ain't nothing. <laughs> I, I was like, nah, you can't go to my house. I can't go to y'all. We going to the telly. We going to the nice telly. Oh. Shout out to the girls who was going to the telly though. Shout out to y'all though, because you know a nigga living situation wasn't there, but you still yeah, wanted to fuck with yeah. him. That's what a, that's what a girl really wanted to fuck with you for real. But you know your living situation wasn't up par. Or oh, both of y'all was both of y'all, y'all y'all parents always home or some sh- like some wild shit. Like yo, let's go to let's do let's make a weekend out of this thing. Let's go have some Chick Fil A and get busy. <laughs> All right, have you traveled to a different country or a different state? Unintentionally, unintentionally different state. Unintentionally, like go to spring break or you go on some trip, and then it's like, yo, it happened. I it was nothing. Like I was like, I'm just going to have fun. But I didn't realize I was outside with killers. Like these niggas are the these niggas are the end. I thought like, I thought we came here to have fun. They was like, nigga, this is fun. I was like, all right, <laughs> damn, college was a good run. <laughs> now, I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> that was like senior oh, year too. Man. I ain't gonna lie, Coochie makes you do a lot of stupid shit, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. I do. I, I do. Absolutely do. We need we need we need to we need to do a study. <laughs> like the shit that niggas be trying to do, niggas will fix niggas will fake their voice. When when girls started to say, I love a nigga with a deep voice, niggas started talking like pop smoke. <laughs> Yo, niggas really switched up their acts for some coochie, bro. Bro. And I don't blame it because I'm niggas. <laughs> I, was a, I was in quite a few clubs in school that I shouldn't have been in. Just the fuck was I in the black student unit in the suit before? The fuck? <laughs> I don't care about none of this shit. I was just like, and double ACP, nigga. We already advanced. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the bitches <laughs> Man, I showed up just because I was like, I'm not doing nothing on campus. I need to do something. They gave me a whole leadership role. I was like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> it was lit, though. It was dead. It was lit, but I was just like, I just can't hit a look at y'all and maybe do some community service. You remember the only organization in school that I was actually like one of the join was the Haitian Student Association. That was only after that. If you saw me at any other association shit, it wasn't because of the, the the mission goals, okay. Now that's offended. A nigga was there. Oh man, I can't say too much about our double play, but I remember that double play back at Dutch. <laughs> but you know, but you know what? <laughs> oh shit! 
Yo, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. Oh shit! Yeah. I went to I went to some events for 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 coach that I didn't even want to go to. Bro, nigga, bro, like, yeah. programs for just a Mac with his shorty. Oh, what you got going on? Oh, you got? I'm gonna pull up, and they be like, yeah, he not gonna. Pull. And then you pull up, bro. I had it, yo. True shit. <laughs> true shit. I'm, don't don't knock it. This, this is like oh, statute of limitations. This, is, this, this is like 2014. It don't count. It don't count. I'm good. I'm golden. You know where I'm going. Y'all know what's happening. I Please, pull, I don't want her whipping my ass. Oh no, everybody gonna die. Pew pew. <laughs> I then pulled up to a, a joint's program. She didn't think I was gonna cover. She was presenting. She stopped her whole presentation to bring me a plate of food and went back to her, to finish her presentation. No lie, no bullshit. I was like, oh, I'm that nigga. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm like, oh, I'm that nigga. <laughs> nigga, I sat in a whole poetry <laughs> showcase. Yo, I sat in a whole poetry showcase. Nigga, do I know anything about spoken words? No, yo, nigga, I'm nigga. Straight sniping, straight sniping. Like, yo, stop playing with me. <laughs> who's coming home? <laughs> nigga, oh my god! Niggas went to niggas went to a whole theater performance too for shit. Man. Do, do I care about any of this shit? Yeah, nah. Had me read it. I almost had on a fucking koofy like common nigga. <laughs> all right, no more. Niggas really, niggas really did some wild shit, bro. And for all the listeners, this is how y'all know we fuck with you. This is shit we talk about all the time. It's just to be dickheads, but this is like, no, this, is, this is what our, like, bro. This, this is what pre-production sounds like. You saw how serious that first fifty minutes was. If you skipped out, Yo, you missed bro, all. This is nigga, nigga, I try to learn Portuguese at alumni quad because of a Portuguese transfer for a Brazilian transfer student. Like, oh shit, that ass. Yo. Niggas was over here talking about um, obrigado, um, um, bom dia. Nigga, I don't know shit about. Portugal, <laughs> Portuguese, Brazilian. But she was there. You, I was, I was. You was gonna fly. She made the eye contact. She, yo, she pulled it. She told what Sonata said. She did the three, the three eye contact, and I was hooked since on alumni quad. Trying, nigga. I was going to, I was going to the dining hall dressed up, nigga, just so I could walk into her, bro. Bro, but that's the thing. He's about to travel across the world. Just over, and just be like, oh shit. Sometimes you got to see. I got to know what that be like. like what that hit for? <laughs> it's fine. I ain't gonna lie, she had me hooked. I could talk about her because she's not in this country no more. <laughs> she had me, she had a nigga hooked, bro, with the accent, and then she a little fire too. A nigga was nigga was dead on YouTube, bro, mm. looking up Portuguese comic work because I wanted to, I wanted to come up to her and be like, um, comete vos, or you know, comete vos, whatever the whatever they be saying over there, so I could impress her. Like, yeah, I'm trying to learn Portuguese. Niggas was trying to get some nasty game off. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah. You was about to travel. Yeah, nah. I was about to say, but that's really what it's here. It go, we ain't even have DMs. That's the wild part. Imagine how fucking crazy it would have been if we really had DMs, like for real, for real. Like to the point we understood what they were back then. Facts. We, even, we, though, even though we had Snapchat, Snapchat got, wasn't hitting like We got that. Snapchat like it was like junior year when that shit popped off. Facts, facts, facts. But Nigga, I, I already I already told this audience that niggas went to watch Scandal because of Coochie. Like niggas dead. We did. <laughs> niggas was dead on the e board for a pre law association. I had no aspiration on being a lawyer. <laughs> like, I was on an e board of an organization ladies, for some shit that I had no aspiration ladies, to be. The biggest tip, the biggest gym I can give y'all. Niggas do a lot of stupid shit that they don't even want to do. 
Boy, chances of booty. Just understand, it's a lot of niggas that's in some shit that you're involved with. There might be two that care. They might be pseudo interested. This is not what drew them to the organization. I, I never said this publicly, but a nigga was trying to do some one-two step in his room one time to join a nemesis. <laughs> See? All right, I'm off. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we going to our choose one. Now I'm gonna let him introduce it because he wrote this stupid shit. I hope y'all enjoyed this trip down um, memory lane. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, nigga, that was you know you unlock some core memories, bro. Hopefully, don't listen to this point. If you do listen, have fun. Enjoy. It is what it is. I'm about to say we'll have a we'll have an open session one day where everybody could pull up. And we just talk our shit. <laughs> Max, all right. This, so I saw this on Shits and Giggles. Shout out to Fuhad and James. So they said, um, "What would you rather get jumped by some junkies or some fat people? Fat people, <laughs> fat people." Okay though, but look at this. What if niggas capture you, my nigga? Talk about seizing his legs. <laughs> niggas but if I fight junkies, I'm gonna be fighting forever. Them niggas don't get tired. They don't stop. Or all, all, all niggas, all niggas say, "Yo, wrap his arm real quick." Niggas nah. might. <laughs> niggas nah. Might. nah, I'm skinny. They they wasn't getting too much off me. They's gonna nah. I'm fighting fat because I'm quick. So I'm like, oh, I'm 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 quicker than a fat nigga. I'm moving on them. They gonna be tired. I'm gonna get... I ain't gonna lie. There's some fat niggas that be moving. Very they, they, nah, there's a few of them. But I'm like, I'm going after the slow Johns. I'm not dealing with the big John. <laughs> maybe maybe stuck in the room. If you had to be stuck in the room with oh, you gonna lie me in a steel cage with like four with three five hundred pound niggas. Oh my god. I, nah, I'm climbing <laughs> some shit. Gravity. <laughs> I'm dead climbing. I get caught. I'm about to say I'm yo. I'm punching. Ah oh, shit! They stomachs. This is like fighting Majin Buu. I'm not winning that one. Facts. I'm, but dude. then again, a junkie is never going to get tired. I'm not dealing with it. Them niggas are zombies. You Maybe can knock. You just gotta drop. You just gotta drop any money in your pocket. Like yo, you got a king. <laughs> yo, you could you could get yourself some meth. <laughs> Go ahead. Nah, just do give it me right the, here. Give me the fat boys. I'm gonna take my chance. I'll see what I'll see what happens. As long as I, I can just don't touch my face. Just don't eat my face. You can like, Yeah, that's a fact. Cause I don't want no bum bum. Like if I niggas give me a bum bum, bro, it's over for yeah, me. Yeah, nah. I'm, I'm like, I don't like I'm play that face shit. Everything else valid. Go ahead. Just leave my face and my meat alone. I'm straight. But a fat person, a fat person might eat your ass while you're like, like oh, beat that. I'll yo. I'll be a fight. Niggas gonna be like, yo, this shit nigga tender right here. Uh, <laughs> niggas, no. Slap some sweet baby rings. <laughs> They gonna have to have asthma or something. I'm moving. I'm running from side to side. I'm yo. I'm splitting the middle. <laughs> oh man, I think that's a good way to wrap up this episode. All right, please download the Alive Podcast app on iOS and Android. And if you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. If you have any business and deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. I'm the voice outside. Be breezy, aka Poppy Sazon. It's Big Civilian Slick Grayson. Y'all be great. We're going to see y'all next week. And if by chance we don't, happy motherfucking holidays, niggas. We out of here. To cow. Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that uh-huh. <laughs> This your favorite podcast, favorite podcast Every show is lit, baby, you know what we finna do Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga, oh well We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well <laughs> This might not go Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it, one take We not even doing it again Keep that, that's the one